What we got for him, man? Got my dog, John Claude. What's up, nigga? This is the video you spent a lot of money on right here. I got a few of them. I got a few of them. This video almost got you indicted. <laughs> Rich mogul. Nigga, I just sold the truck. But this probably one of the Bring videos that... Bring that bomb to my right now, dog. I'm here oh, waiting. Video, this is a mini movie. Get on the boat, okay? Yeah, it's a mini movie right It's movie time. Up, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Fuck. Dane Dozier. DJ Decepticon. Clock. I got pride, I got pride. Wear the suit, I'm in a suit. Wear for root, eat in a suit. Cut the ring, I was in a motherfucking coup. I never shoot, mama with you. I got a plan, do you have a clue? I got a love, I got a clue. Do you give me real for love and truth? Four, five balls, I'm in like a juke. I sold the chickens that I have to do. I got an actual, I got a tip. I got a bag, I'm in a pill. I put that bell, I just like a pill. My bitch is ditching me, she got a deal. She got a third, I just like a tip. I break my back with this shit like a limp. Switch up the husband, but make that a tip. Wake up with equity, all on my tip. So when I did this music right here, uh, I had did a joint venture with this guy named Ajee Hassan, Rich Mogul Records. And basically seeing what I had going on, and he just was trying to inspire me that I could do more. But really, I was I was hanging out with Jim and Kimmel and them. 
For sure. Yeah, man, Miami. And he came and got me about the hood. <laughs> I got to show, hey, man, shout out to my G, his son, man. Shout out my boy, Shy, man. Shy really seen my potential and came and got me about the hood and invested his money to, um, to show me how what I could be, which got me the way I'm at today. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my boy, my G, his son. Well, I guess we're skipping all kind of stuff, man. You know, I want to go ahead and start off with a more better introduction because I want to know more about you, and I'm sure a lot of folks that don't know, they're going to find out today on this show. Jean-Claude from... Go ahead and let them know where you're from. You know, cause I was about to say it, but yeah, I man, you look like you sound like you finna say the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say it wrong because I was gonna say foresight. Yeah, man, it's foresight, man. I'm from a, um, I'm basically from the little middle town. of it. You know, when people hear Georgia, people think about Atlanta, but I'm really from the middle of it. I'm from Middle Georgia, Mid Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we we located between Atlanta and Macon, Georgia. My town is called Forsyth, Georgia, Monroe County. Shout out to Monroe County. Yeah, man. And I'm I am the unofficial mayor. I'll be the mayor that one day when I get my life together. I ain't got my shit right yet though. Yeah, so and and then Foresight, it's a lot of different towns around. Yeah, yeah. Shout out shout out to all the towns around us. Uh, you know, we got uh Barnesville, Georgia. We got Jackson, Georgia. We got uh Thomaston, Georgia. We got Griffin, Georgia. Aiken, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All them, all them, my little surrounding counties, Monticello, Georgia. All I know is as soon as I get off, by the time I see Foresight, I'm like, damn, I'm almost in the eight. Yeah, you know, yeah, better drive down. slow through that too, because they'll pull your ass over too. Hell yeah. through that bitch. Man, I can't stand For sure. Georgia, man. I done, I done went to jail plenty of times in all counties down middle Georgia. But like I Hell said, nah. they don't like Dame. They don't they like that. They, they don't. They ain't they breaking the law. <laughs> they, they don't never fuck with They don't take people to jail that don't break the law. Yeah, we're breaking the law, they ain't. Cornell. Cornell, Georgia. I ain't know about that. Tifton. I know about Tifton. Oh, well, look, man, I just want to let you know, man, Um, every third Sunday, the doors are open at our church. And if you want to join, you know what I'm saying, they sprinkle that little water on you, and, and, and maybe things will change for you. Cause ain't nobody got time to be traveling <laughs> yeah, a little time in the court. Back and forth the court down in Georgia. Now. I just stay out in the small town now, man. You man, you're going to be saying? fucking you with me. Try gonna, that in a small town. We're going to be going through all them towns <laughs> that you rocking with me. Hey, man, he just let me see, see that damn song yesterday. Which one? Try that in a small town. I've been seeing the memes, right? Didn't get the joke. What's it called? It's called Try That in a Small Town. It's number one song uh, in the country right now. Number I've one song in the country that. right now. I've never heard Yo, that. Yo, when you listen to it, you're going to love it and hate it at the same time. What the hell? I'm For real. I'm going to look it up. Try That in a Small Town. Hell yeah. You're going to love it and hate it at the same so, time. So why they call it Seven Cities? That's why they call it. Like, what's, what's Man, the Seven City? So, Seven City, everybody, like, the facts are only the facts. And I can't really say the facts. You know what I'm saying? I come from a different generation of. You know, my little town, they called it Fox City. So Fox back in the City. day, back in the day before they created 75 North and South, they used to ride Highway 41. And 41 came right through my town, which was the road that you had to drive to go to Atlanta came right through our town. And they say we had a lot of pretty ladies back in the day, and they called it Fox City. Yeah. Foxy ladies and shit. That was, that was what the old people told me. So the younger generation has retitled it. Seven City, you know, I don't hate, you know what I'm saying? I grow with the city, so they call it Seven City, and, you know, supposedly seven boroughs in the city, seven different main hoods, you know what I'm saying, like oh, the hoods. So, but I count more than seven, but, 
you know, like if that were the young people, you know, I, I pour into the young folks. So it's like that what y'all want. All right, seven city, cool. We gonna run with it. Okay, so but that's still considered that uh, foresight. Yeah, that's foresight. That's a little town, seven city. Forsyth, okay. Monroe County, seven city. We was down there the other week. Yeah. So in case y'all don't know, Jean Claude, not only we just watched your video, but you did you direct that video? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you about that video. Uh, drove down there to Miami, got a crazy Airbnb, and really, when I first got there, I went to a restaurant, I bought everybody breakfast. And the dude who owned the restaurant wanted to come meet me and, and thank me for showing some love in there. So I told him, man, we working on a video, man. You you know, you look like a plug or something. I'm gonna put you in the video. He said, man, I got a nice car too. I said, man, let me see it. Took me outside, showed me the car, I said, man, listen, how much you gonna charge me to film when we get through eating? He said, man, I ain't gonna charge you nothing. So that's how you see me and the guy in the car in the beginning. Right. You know what I'm saying? You see the Haitian guy in the video at the beginning who talking John Claude. You know what I'm saying? The dude, that was the barber. We stopped by there. Me and all the homies got a haircut. We spent money with him after we got the haircut. I said, look, man, I need you to come outside and uh, come help us this, that, that, and that. Showed him what we were doing. That's the barber right there. You know what I'm saying? He came yeah. and did his part. And really, man, I just I just filmed the whole week. I was out there and I brought it back. My partner, Dez Frames, he's from Ocala, Florida. And he, he chopped this up and put this together for me. Yeah, so you were just putting putting it together to play as, as you as yeah, you go basically. Yeah, we were just creating. It was there was no real structure for it. We just we just built something. But that's how my you know, that's what you can do in Miami though. Yeah. That man right there on the truck when I'm walking down the alley. Because it looked like a movie. Like it looked like you you know Well you, you just wanna you, you know, you got a lot of different productions. But this one yeah. of uh I feel like the early ones. Yeah. That uh I say on if it ain't put you in the game, it down there would have got you indicted all that. This Scott Face movie that you put together. Yeah, that shit dope, awesome. though. It, it almost looked like you was in Cuba. Just I did a little bit. That's what we were trying it? to make it look like. You know what I'm saying? Like that dude right there, I really walked up to him and gave him the money. They filming me walk up to him and talk to him and get him the cash. Then he stepped out the way and I really got up there and did that and walked into, and then appreciate you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's hard. Yeah. Turning water into wine, man. Gorilla, gorilla shooting, man. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. Go out there and make it happen. So, again, I want to point that point out the fact that you know you not only are a rapper, an artist, an activist, a community leader, director, producer, and actor. You know you wear a lot of different hats. For sure. And father. And father. You know. So we we here to talk about it all, man. Got Jean Claude in the building, man. Hey. You know some uh, get, get some loud facts. Sure. Sasha chocolate. <laughs> yeah, man. So talk to the folks about you know like the wearing so many hats and and, and kind of how you how'd you decide to to be in this line of work in entertainment. Man, I do wear a lot of hats, and I feel like I wear them well. Um. I just come from a small community where, you know, it's, it's not many options. So when I got away, I just seen so much opportunity. I didn't know people. So, man, I really just hustled my way all the way through it, man. And one thing led to another. Everything's a stepping stone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the kind of person where I ain't afraid to try. I ain't, a per I ain't afraid to fail. I ain't afraid to ask a person. You say no, that's fine. 
You know what I'm saying? And I just put a put a thousand percent into everything I do every day. And before I knew it, and like, you know, I didn't I didn't have a lot of motion at, at first. It just they seize. When you do certain things at the, in the early levels, in the early stages, they just really seize plenty. And if you keep working and keep your head down, when you look up, man, them blessings being grown all around you. Gotta water them seeds. Shit just grow all around you. By the time I looked up, it was just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? To where when I go home, like people don't, folks don't call me John no more. Like where I'm from, they used to call me John John. Like nobody called me. My name John Claude. Now, and I'd be wishing folks to call me John. I'd be like, when you start calling me John Claude, like, uh oh. But it's it's John Claude now. Like everywhere I go, get him. And getting people to believe in the dream is always a big struggle that everybody has with deciding to be in entertainment and or kind of in any business really but get people to follow you you have a lot of folks that follow you and i know it, it didn't happen overnight nah but uh early on i uh, did the research and seeing that you you know you played sports yeah for and sure you kind of been a hustler kind of since you was legit yeah all so, my life is that something that you know led you to you know dream and 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 ta- t- taught you how to accomplish your dreams or reach for those goals? Man, it's, it's just God, bro. I can't take no credit. It's just God. All I be doing is just letting God lead me, and I just be ending up places, and I just trust it. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't afraid, and I just try, bro. But the first person I ever seen, like, so growing up as a kid, my mother like as a professional singer like all my life my moms have had a band and they rehearse and practice so whenever we would go places people would treat my mama like a celebrity and you know like like people at a young age people didn't even know my name before i had a name i was sandy son sandy son because my mom named sandy so everybody know like oh that's sandy that's sandy buckner son right there and my mama like all the way to this day my mother since i was a kid my mother does not sing for free if my mother sings for free, you probably dead and she at your funeral. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But she even sang at people's funerals she don't know and they pay her to come set the tone That's for that. So. But so just watching my mother win beauty pageants as a kid, like fashion shows, being at um being at different radio stations and all kind of clubs as a kid, watching my mother perform, like that showed me like the attention. That showed me what I was capable of. I learned how to sing. I learned tempo. I learned how to play instruments. And music was my real first love after hanging out with my mom. So, you know, that kind of led me into the music that was the first stepping stone into all of these other hats. Right. And early on, uh, I, I seen that you said that you put together a, a promoted your first show, like down there at 14. I don't know how old I was. I was definitely in the seventh grade, though. Yeah, I was in the seventh grade, and um, basically a whole bunch of drug dealer dudes uh, wanted to go perform at a show that T.I. then was going to be at. And um, through my mother's connections, I knew the club owner, and I spoke to him, and he didn't want to tell me no. So he was just like, tell him to give me $1,000. You know, I'm in the seventh grade. He's thinking these kids like me or something. But... What people don't understand, like, I've always hung out with older people. I've always hung out with adults. Like, I remember being in sixth, seventh grade in the room with people counting 
50,000, 60,000, 70,000, all fives and tens and twenties from breakdown traps. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are my cousins. I have no choice but to be around them. So, you know, eventually when he was like, just tell them to give me a thousand dollars, they was like, a thousand? That ain't nothing. But I told them 1,500. So they gave me the money. I put 500 in my pocket and went and gave him the thousand. He was surprised that I came back with the thousand so quick. He counted out 500, gave me 500. And then I put that up. Now I had a thousand dollars. I'm in the seventh grade. That's lit. With my first thousand dollars. And the biggest drug dealers in the city are about to go take over the club and open up for TI and Bone Crusher. And I'm in the seventh grade and I'm in the club. I gotta go to school tomorrow. It's a Thursday night. I'm in the club. That's not crazy. outside the club and they think he a punk. He's nah. inside the club. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all a crazy story though. Love TI. Love TI to death. But check this out. That night. So they couldn't really have me in the in the club at the beginning because it's a 21 and older club. I'm I'm in the seventh grade. Just imagine all the adults is there because right. it's T.I. So they kept me in the back in the VIP. And if y'all, a lot of y'all don't know, but back in the 90s, back in them old days, all VIPs had porn playing on the screens and shit back oh, in the day. Oh, shit. <laughs> no cap. So I'm in, the, I'm in the VIP. Like, I'm just sitting there looking at all the porn on the screens. And then all of a sudden, a crowd of people come through the back door. And there go T.I. Now, they standing there waiting to go inside. And T.I. looking at me. And T.I. keeps saying, what is this young? What, what, like, what you doing here? Who you with? Because <laughs> I'm a kid. And it's late night. You know, they ain't coming in the club to 1230 to nigga. get the stage 1 o'clock. <laughs> And he just keep looking like, bro, like, what are you doing here? And uh, I told him, I'm going to perform. I'm going to rap. You know what I'm saying? He was looking at me crazy, but they went and did their whatever. But long story short, for years, I couldn't wait to see T.I. Because mm -hmm. I'm getting money, you know what I'm saying? I'm riding for him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I can't wait to meet T.I. and say, hey, bro, do you remember back in that day when you was in that? I'm that, I'm that kid you was talking to. Yeah. And one day I had my granddad with me. I'm talking about. We got big bags. We in Neiman Marcus. And I look up, and they go T.I. thumbing through the clothes and shit. And I, <laughs> I walk over there to get ready to holler at T.I. And, man, that nigga T.I. wouldn't even look up at me, man. That nigga oh, wouldn't even yeah. speak. Man, that nigga had the worst attitude and personality I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and that man, shit, man, that, that shit scarred me a little bit to the point where, like, nigga, do you know I waited 20 years to meet Never you? Meet your heroes, and say, Till, I'm that young nigga that, now look, bro. I'm in here. I'm 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 up too. My shit in valet parking too. My shit right there by I'm I'm that nigga now. Yeah. You know, maybe we could this, that, that. I do movies now. You know what I mean? That nigga tilt when he look at my ass. nigga like, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't say it, but that was the vibe that he gave. And I ain't gonna lie, I was disappointed. So when I was had a hustle and flow moment there, man. Man, that's why I don't like to meet people that I Love like say, that, bro. Cause they, they never that, who though. I never thought they never heroes. who you think they are, bro. Yeah, never who you think you are. Well, you know they they still human, man. We all human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand you know, that. I don't take them personal. You know what I'm saying? We all human. You know, at the end of the day, Michael but... wouldn't have did you like that. Who? <laughs> Michael Jackson wouldn't have did you like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on now, Tilt. Be Sorry, nice, man. My boy Tilt did me like that, man. Hey, man. Matter of fact, y'all tag Tip in the video, man. Tell that boy Tilt get with me, man. Tilt get with me. I got the number one recommended movie on uh Prime. I got the number one black cinema on Tubi, bro. Written, directed, and produced by myself, man. Hit me up, man. Yeah, we 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 here to talk about all that. But your first love, you know, early on, like you seeing all like like these rappers and all this money. Do you feel that being exposed to that at an early age 
help shape the hustler that you are today? Man, that shit fucked me up, to be honest, bro. Shit fucked, fucked me up. up. in a bad way? Yeah, man. Yeah. I was a great I was a great athlete, bro. I could have went to school and played football anywhere. Yeah. Like I could have went to school and played football anywhere, but but at the same time it was God work. I knew who I was. I've been known who I was since the seventh grade. So when I was scoring all them touchdowns and doing all that stuff, that was for my parents. You know, I could have went to school and played ball. So when I explained to them, hey, I'm moving to Atlanta and I'm not gonna go to school, I'm not gonna do none of that. Oh. It, it broke their heart and shit because they wanted to live that shit through me. Because yeah. they see other people in our hometown and their kids go to college and they get to go to the games and yeah. the whole family. And, and I'm better than all these people. Yeah. But it's like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I, I I know what I'm going to do. And then as a parent, you know, they really be on some shit like they just really want the best for you. And they got experience in life and they really think that they got it figured out. So they try to lead you in the right direction. But you know, like hanging with them people, I seen too much money too fast. I was around too many women. I had too yeah. much attention. Yeah. I been getting That's money. Right. I had already been getting money. I, I had to hide it from my mama them. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the things that I was doing, like I had influence. Like, like at, at a young age, bro, I wasn't allowed to go on field trips. I wasn't allowed to play sports or none of that because I had too much influence on everybody. And they was like, we have to remove him from the student body, because that's the only way we can get the full attention of everybody. Oh man, I know how that yeah, is. That's crazy. Yes. I know exactly how that is in classrooms. It was just even the fact that just being challenging it, um, I just would challenge the teacher, I guess, too much. And I understand it now that I'm older, like basically why they did certain tactics. Yeah. But just by me being like, oh man, why we gotta wear that type of shirt? Or, you know, or why can't, you know, just even, Challenging or questioning authority, uh, they will kind of ostracize you and, and, and take you out of the fold. Man, I had started a gang. It made everybody wear orange on Thursday. <laughs> and then next thing you know, eventually the teachers would wear orange. And when they all found out it was a gang thing, they were so shocked. They was like, oh, my God. We, <laughs> we went through so much to <laughs> overcome you, and we don't even know that we are participating. You know what I'm saying? Like, Same. and when he said "gang," man, he mean garbage pail gang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he mean, you know, back in the day. No, no, no. Look, I'm gonna be real. I woman hater. Gang, see, but I can turn you know, some some negative into some pop. So, gang of pals. At a young age, I decided to choose the color orange. We gonna all get orange bandanas. I bought everybody. I bought a shitload of orange bandanas. You know, those kind of like prison colors. And passed them out to the homies, and it was like. We wear orange on Thursdays only. We had a handshake and all that. And years later, when I grew up, the biggest movie I ever made is a gang movie. And I made one gang wear orange. And you know what I'm saying? It was just like a subliminal for all the people for back in the yeah. day for my hometown. When they see it, they it laugh and be like, look at that boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that nigga's on another level now. Orange gang. I convinced gang members. I squashed beef between gang members where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I make people influence early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 having the the exposure, you know, kind of just took you out of sports, uh, you know, and kind of made you want it early. You know, it probably just messed up your patience a little bit. You know, for just developing as a child and and just you know waiting to get stuff, seeing getting the, your first thousand at fourteen. I mean, even younger or whatever. However, what. Oh, he yeah. was, but just being exposed and just getting that money. Because I admit, when you see something, I feel like the brain, it works as when you're exposed and when you see things, especially at an early age, it makes 
the possibilities of your mind, you know, work differently than how some folks may not see cars their whole life or whatever, or, or you know, whatever it is, you know, like um, they may yeah. not see 10,000, you know what I'm saying? A whole abundance of money. And, yeah. you know, it could have a bad influence um, that just kind of, you know, lead towards the streets. But it can't, it kind of can still be a good influence that lead to, you know, a multi-million dollar business. Yeah, everything was just a stepping stone, man. I seen a lot of money real early, received a lot of attention real early. I was too smart too soon because I should have been hanging around children. I wasn't around no children, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mom was busy. My mom had to perform. My mother had places to be. My mom had taken deposits. So... Yeah, my mama was gonna roll with mama. Yeah, mama gonna take me. She gonna drop me off wherever I can go. I got a church side of the family. My granddad is a preacher. I can get dropped off over there, or I can get dropped off at my other grandma's house, where they sell drugs and do drugs, and where the doors are always open. Sounds like fun. You know, when I get <laughs> yeah, when I get dropped off over there, you like like you know, I used to wake up seven years old and just wake up so early, everybody still sleep. I walk out the house. I go to Walmart. Shit, open up little Debbie snacks. I'm eating. Shit, I'm opening up toys, hanging out in that motherfucker. Might steal some. Walk over to the apartments. Goddamn, hang out at the apartments. I'm at the bootleg house when they smoke boot when they smoke cigarettes and they go outside and flick it in the grass. I go pick it up. That's how I first start smoking. You know what I'm saying? Little shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was seven years old, I could literally leave the house and be gone till nine, ten o'clock at night and come back. Ain't nobody asked me where I been. Nobody asked if I took a bath. Have you ate? Like nigga, we was outside, and I I could relate to that because I I I was exposed to uh, to grown life early, almost because I was a orphan in the sense of my father passed, and that's who raised me. But I, like again, I feel like it doesn't automatically mean that you steered the wrong way, but you are allowed to have your own decisions, so it makes you independent. Yeah too early sometimes and you know so and, and and but again i think that that kind of came together to make you kind of like the the community hero man because it just you just you have the influence but you always wanted more but the the special thing about you is is you come back yeah and bring it back with that like like for instance just looking at that picture with them kids yeah See them two kids in the back, couple of them kids, like them kids come from like struggle. Like they, so when, like when I, when I see a lot of these children, it reminds me of John John. It reminds me of that little boy that used to be and had the energy in the morning and walked all the way across town. And now I have to walk all the way back and I'm tired of shit. And all day while I'm walking, I'm looking over my shoulder every time I see a car, hoping someone will pull over and pick me up. You know what I'm saying? Say, that's divide the odds, man. Yeah. Go to the store. I'm hoping somebody will see me at the store and give me a five. You know what I'm saying? The kids. So, like, when I see these kids nowadays, like, I just try to do for them what I wish somebody had did for me when I was young. And that's that's where the original of coming back to that city showing love. And uh, I also like the drug dealers that I grew up around and seen all that money with. Some days they would just all be out there laughing, cracking jokes, and be like, man, let's throw something on the grill. And then they'll just tell, tell a person, tell a person. And before we knew it, the whole hood and all the children, and they feed everybody for free. So it's like that's kind of where I learned that method of feeding everybody and showing that love. 
Yeah, I ain't never really put it all together, but this is an event that you do every year. How, how many years? Uh, this year was the 14th year, but um, oh, I haven't. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't done it all 14 years. It really started with some OGs, some older people, and then you know it had died down and fell off, and then. By the time my paper was up, just I helped I helped a couple of years silently, a silent partner, and invested and helped people and let them shine. And then they kind of was tired. And one day, one dude posted that we ain't doing it this year, and I was like, "What?" And then I just stepped up and typed the date and said, "Nah, we gonna do it on this date." And that shit might have got like eight hundred shares. And then it was like that was the birth of you got turning video, it you got up. Video from this year's up, up there. Uh. Yeah, we might have one somewhere around there. Yeah, DJ Septicon came out there and DJ for me was lit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, so awesome. giving back, I think that's important though as well. Like when when you come back and and get get the folks involved, tell to uh, talk to us about that. You told me that as a almost as a marketing plan, and I I so did that. that I want to I, I want to make sure that you share that with the people. That you know, you just use the power of people yeah. to promote. So, message. so for a long time, doing. it. So basically, it's a recipe that I use, and uh, I change, I change the, I change the product, but I always use the same recipe. So, at a, as a younger age, being from a little town where I always got all the girls, I always scored all the touchdowns, I always had the motion, so it was to the point where people was like, you know, like when somebody scored. Score touchdowns all the time. It's like, let's put somebody else in. Let somebody else go. <laughs> you know, like I can do something special and it ain't special because they expect that from me. But such and such could have did the same thing and it would be a big deal. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got to the point of realizing like, okay, let me, let me put somebody else in the game. Let me put a couple other people in the game. And then I started seeing the growth that they just didn't want to see it be me. See, one time, sometimes in life you got to understand that a person will pray to God for a Lamborghini a better job, a new house, a family, and $50,000. And you can take a picture in front of your new house in your Lamborghini talking about your new job with 50000 and nobody will like it. Because they like it, they just don't like it for you. So for the strategy, what I basically narrowed down is less me, more we. And um, my oh, whole... Man, man. Hold less on. me, less more we. Me, yeah. Mo we man, I like that man. Uh, preach on, brother. Yeah. So when I when I realized the strategy was less me, more we, it got me to the point of my goal. Since a kid, like like when I first started rapping, I couldn't even rap good. I was just so inspired by my mom that, but I had all the emotions. So I would put my music together, and then I would tell everybody, "All right, you buy this CD for three dollars." And my goal was always to get 500 people to buy these $3 CDs. I'm gonna make 500 of them, I'm gonna sell them for $3 a piece. And I would say, you had to buy it between third period and lunch. And that's the only time, so it gets to the point where everybody's in line and I had a line and I would just make a bankroll very fast. Then I took it to t-shirts. We gonna sell these t-shirts for $25. I'm gonna make 500 t-shirts selling for $25. I'm going to throw this party at this club. I'm going to charge $10. I want 500 people in here. 500 yeah. was always my number. Yeah. All the way to 2023, I'm a film director. I do movies. And when I do movies, I charge $100 for my film premiere, and I get 500, 500 people, people in the door. 
and I make mm. fifty thousand a night off of Premier. That's lit. Oh my, my goodness. So you know, that, I, that, I've always used the same recipe, just a, a different food. hustle, different yeah. product, same recipe, and it applies the same. You know, it just again using the people to bring in and and, and, and having a goal of that number. Yeah, and sticking to that. Yeah, man, I was very impressed when um when you told me that even because I could relate. I feel sure a lot of folks relate to that story. You know, sometimes yeah. you feel like, hey, man, it ain't it ain't always got to be on you. But at the same time, if you can find ways to capitalize when it's not on you, then you still are, you know, progressing and advancing. Regardless. Yeah, man. So, you can, um, folks got to find their recipe, man. They got to find their formula. You know, like a lot of folks went to school and they didn't understand algebra. And hey, man, it ain't the numbers in it. It's the, it's the formula to get the answer. So, you, everybody, what worked for me might not work for you. What worked for you might not work for me. So, it's like you just really got to come up with your little recipe, man, and, and, and start cooking. You know what I'm saying? That's what I did. That's what I did. I remember once upon a time I was working on a I was working on a film and it was a few guys that had motion, but they wouldn't fuck with what I had going on and they were haters. They were obvious haters, but we had more motion than them, more money than them and more fall, everything. And wifey was like, just do it without them. I said, nah, baby. I said, them three niggas got 10,000 followers. When they stand together, that's 30. We need them 30. Yeah. I said, then what we gonna do? I said, we gonna do the episode or this web series, I said, and we're going to put them three in there. She said, man, you got all these followers. Man, don't put them on there, man. They don't deserve all that love and that attention. I said, look, I said, we're going to put them on here for five minutes. We're going to make these niggas look cool as fuck for five minutes. I said, then we're going to make them a little promo clip so they can share it. Mm -hmm. And then when they shared it, everybody who fuck with them, them 30,000, they're going to watch them for five minutes. And when that five minutes is over, they're going to watch us for 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we got them. She said, you slick than a motherfucker. I said, we got to show some love to get some love. Hook, line, and sinker, man. We're going to show some love to get some love. So, the exposure and the high ambition, but what is the determination what leads to determination to stay out of the streets besides God you know we know you, you keep God close at first in, in what you in your movements but what other deterrent keeps you focused on doing it the right way Still be figuring it out, bro. But like you said, it just be God, bro. It be God, man. But for the most part, more than anything, it's my daughter. It's my daughter. I couldn't imagine not making it home. I couldn't imagine her having to do anything without me. I couldn't imagine my wife having to do any of this shit without me. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of stuff going, I figure that shit out myself. And I come back, I be in jump hoops. And they don't know it. Because it's important to make sure they're comfortable. So a lot of times opportunities come my way and people don't understand like the same way God will bless you, the devil will bless you. God, God will exalt you first. God want to break you down to your lowest point to where you feel like you got to call on God because you ain't got nothing else. There's nothing else. And then all of a sudden he'll bless you with what you need after he break you. The devil, the devil will give you what you want immediately. He'll put it right at your fingertips when it's hard to, yeah. to walk away from it. 
And then it seems like you blessed, but it won't last long. You know what I'm saying? The same way you shine in front of people, you'll go down in front of people. You know what I'm saying? It won't last. But when you wait on it and God give it to you, it'll last forever. It's meant. So it's like I understand the difference between the devil's blessings and God's blessings because I done received both numerous amounts of time. I done fell for the trap a few times. So it's like nowadays, bro, when them opportunities come my way, I just walk off on it, bro. I'd rather wait. Because Word. you know what I'm saying? I done been in some situations. I done been locked up. I done been told long. I done ran it up. I done been, I've almost died. I've been through some things. And that life right there, when it was just me, I could do that. Make me realize like I'm gonna not love myself as much as I thought I did. Cause when I had a daughter, I love her so much that I do things for her that I wouldn't even do for myself. So when I'm out here, when it comes to that street shit, you got it. Yeah. I'm so mature now you can I can have a, a FN with 20 shots in it bro and know I can beat you up left handed and I'll let you think you pump me mm, you got it bro because I know what I'm finna do to you and I know what come with it and I ain't finna put my folk through that you got it restraint man I'm a little nigga have it so restraint so, and maturity yeah and again the determination to see your daughter every day got to definitely Gotta wake up every day. Gotta take her to school. Gotta pick her up. Gotta get my makeup done. Mm -hmm. Gotta dance. Gotta cook. You know, we, me and my daughter, we got, we don't have a show. We have a hashtag. It's called Leah and Daddy Show. L-E-I-A and Daddy Show. If you click our hashtag, we probably got about 20 episodes. That's pretty dope. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's pretty dope, man. So, again... I like what you just said about hashtags and the fact that you utilized it to be singular on a certain topic or direction. Like you said, you could use it as something for marketing or Mm -hmm. something to categorize or even as a show um, with special moments with you and your daughter that you know that will always be there. For sure. utilizing um and tagging things correctly on the internet because it was hard to find that doggone video or that Jimmy Kimmel video, but you know, yeah, the hashtag might actually um help that. That might be a good plan on actually making your you know content stand out. You know, yeah. I know you um of course you do that already, but I just want to point that out. Just you know, yeah, for sure. Just uh, like like all my comedy side of stuff, John John too funny. J-O-N, J-O-N, too funny. That's just all my funny shit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you click Rich Mogul, you're going to see a lot of my music shit. You know, just John Claude in general, you just see everything. You know what I'm saying? But y'all be trying to utilize them hands. Yeah, the, clean, the, king, the clean guy, yeah, man. John Claude, man, the clean guy. See, yeah, you got suit and tie, dress to impress, screenplay writer, film producer, film director. Yeah, that right there was the night where I did uh, my first 50,000, where we did the Trust Issues, the movie, which is out right now on Tubi, Amazon. I just got an email on the 31st Voodoo platform. They just highlighted my movie. Like, they just put us at the letterhead. It's the top for the whole month of August. They, they highlight our film for free. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. So, um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but yeah you say, yeah, and made just, that. Made that flip that night. Looked like it was a, a, a grand yeah. occasion. Yeah, I kept it right there, boy. Who was that? Who? <laughs> that nigga looked like R. Kelly right there. Who was that? 
That's my boy Ricardo no, right no, now. No, no, not R. Kelly. What, what he look like? He look like the boxer. What's the boxer name? I ain't know. The the big, the big, yeah, he look like, wow, that's what he look like. Yeah, that's my boy Ricardo right okay, now. Born okay. and raised, making native, man. Yeah, Good guy. He one of my business partners. He got a little small snip, but he's uh he's he's one half of the one of the owners that own all the equipment that we filmed and edited with. Nice. Yeah. My partner Santrell Davis and Ricardo Kennedy. Those two uh and that guy, his son plays for UGA. Nice. Yeah. That's my boy Tate right there, man. Yeah, man. So Trust Issues, the movie. When did you shoot this? Uh, I be working so much, I be losing. Um, I don't be remembering when these dates be. So about two, two, three years ago. Man, I might have filmed it by the... Okay, so 2021. July 31st, 2021, I did the premiere by... October it was up on Tubi. So it been about yeah, yeah, about about three years since I filmed it. Was that the two original? years since I premiered it and for one year it's been streaming. So when you shot it or when you was along the lines of releasing it, was Tubi amongst the targets or was that just something that basically I'm a, came along the way? I'm gonna be honest, bro. I had never heard of Tubi. You know what I'm saying? Even though I make movies, like I don't watch movies. If I watch movies, I watch the same shit I've already seen. You know what I'm saying? I watch some weird film yeah. shit. I watch the movie Life. You oh, know what I'm saying? Some gangster shit. And, and really, it's just on while I'm cleaning up, moving around the house kind of shit. So, um, my hustle has always been put 100 people in a movie. When you put 100 people in a movie, it's easy to get 500 people at the premiere. Everybody got a mama, daddy, sister, brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Girlfriend, boyfriend. It's easy to get 500 people in the building. Charge $100, make 50K. So that's always been my goal for what I've been doing. But after this movie that's, came that's out. It. That's a hard-ass cover. Yeah. So after the movie came out and we made the 50, my partner, Santrell, who filmed and edited it, he's a very smart young man, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's a real good guy, man. Good, genuine dude. He introduced us to that Tubi thing and you know we went through a lot of yellow tape to get in there as soon as we got in there we had been having so much motion organic motion that shit man we hit the we hit the algorithm immediately well I need your graphics designer yeah man that dude right there down in making he hard I think his name Dean so he, he written hard. directed produced and starred in the development of doing movies can take years how do you, how, like, talk to the people about the process and just staying determined to finish the goal? Like, you know, because you went from writing it, so so that took you, what was the shortest process, you would say? Okay, so as far as writing it, so as far as writing it, really, man, at that time, I was in a real space because me and my wife were staying with my mother-in-law, had my daughter. And we was trying to find a better home. And we was, we thought we was going to get a house that didn't work out. And then it was like, damn. And it was so hard to find a fucking good house that my wife was ready to move into an apartment. And at most nights, I'm just in the car smoking gas, blowing gas. And I'm wondering, what's the next move? What's the next move? It got to count. It got to be a power move. And I decided I'm going to go to making where nobody goes. And making every like they kill each other in making. Making is making is a tough place. I went down to making. I went and got two people that I know that um had motion, 
in their own lanes. And right. I said, look, man, this is what I do. Look at these stats. Look at these things. This is what I bring to the table. And if y'all let me into y'all city and y'all take me around, I can do this for y'all. And I really did what I said I can do. And they showed the love that they said they would show. And shit, we we business partners now. It's deeper than just some people. We business partners now. We 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 bust up checks at the bank. Okay. So, you know, it just, but it's it's a process, you know what I'm saying? I sat in the car. After I, after I met with them, every day I sat in the car outside my mother-in-law house and I wrote the movie. I would call, I would call them two guys. I would say, all right, y'all, this is what I got. It gonna start out like this, that, that, and that, and that. And what y'all think we should go in there after that? I don't know, maybe we should this, that, that. And I would, I would just listen to them talk. Now, after I get out the phone, I make it make sense and turn it into words and sentences and from this scene to that Scenes. scene to names to, you know, how it, and then to where I had a whole movie. Yeah. And then we got to making. They said, I said, we got to find somebody to film and edit it. Nothing. It got to be somebody good. And they said, um, <laughs> and they said, um, we know this dude named Santrell. I said, bring Santrell over here and let Santrell, um, let Santrell get over here and film something. I'm not going to tell him what to do. I ain't going to tell him where to put the lights, how to hold the camera. I said, I want him to film it and edit it, and I look at it, and if it looked good, we'll let him do it. And it did, and it came out great. So Santrell's the film and editor. I hate it. I'm looking right here on IMDb, and my name ain't even on there for a while, unless it got it. Yeah, yeah, but that's dope, bro. But like, so that's a good test too. Oh, it's got more, I think. Okay, put yeah, the little arrow right there, day. Oh, I'll throw it out. But, uh, oh, okay, boom, well, there you go. But yeah, I, the I, IMDB. Yeah, I man. Think they kind of just put the, uh, you can put this up and update it yourself almost. I, I believe so. I think they got me as like a, a 4.9 stars on that guy, I believe. Somebody told me that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's so, what it is. Four, what, two, three, uh, four. Yeah, man. So, you put the, put the team together. Mm-hmm. And got to shooting, but then the process post the post production process probably would be the longest process though, like as far as getting it. Yeah, it is. But but and and I know all that is tough because you already spent your money and you know as far as getting all these people together and invested in what you know. Did did you uh, raise money? You know. Nah, man, we just use our own money. See, but the thing about it is to do a movie with me, it don't cost a lot of money because I do all the jobs. I got my own prop company. I got all the props, you know what I'm saying? Third-party prop company. I'm linked in with some good people that I'm really close with that show a lot of love. And um, I do the props, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna write the film. I'm finna direct it. I'm finna ride around everywhere and find every location, take a photo of it, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm finna go sit down, and then I'm finna come up with my own tactics and show you how you cast for a film choose all the actors, get everybody phone number, then I'm going to write up the schedule, what we going to do for next time, tomorrow, what time we need to be there, where you need to be, what you need to wear. It's like, it's it's a heavy load, but it's like I'm thinking for a, a hundred people. And the only person I really ain't have to fully think for was the cameraman who was filming and editing. And my my main character, he was, he was pretty sharp. But for the most part, yeah, like I... 
I'm out there thinking for 100 people because nobody ever did a movie before, and I'm the only person that ever did a movie, so everybody's kind of following my lead. Yeah. Then after maybe like first few days, like, oh, okay, I'm kind of catching on now, and then it get easier for everybody. But for the most part, like nobody realized how much work it take for me to do it, but save save a million dollars because I do. I mean, then you're on top of the budget, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, I was just talking to somebody the other day about Tubi and, and you know, without even knowing, I put it like this. This was the example that I gave. There are movies, shows, even songs that do numbers, YouTube channels that have 30 million views. And you will never, and you'll be like, I ain't never heard of that. Or you'll ask somebody about it and they'll be like, I never heard of it. Yeah. And they'll be like, well, just because you never heard of it, I mean, you are now a possible another view that they can have. Yeah, yep, for sure. And because we were having a conversation about licensing and, and you know, and, and sync and getting um, music out on these movies mm-hmm. and being able to place your stuff. But the fact that Tubi is a free platform and, you know, I ain't going to lie, I judge it because I've never really been on it. But I just think that they, they all low budget movies. But then folks told me, nah, man, they got all kind of movies on there, really old movies, whatever. It's you know, and being at the free, that's not even on the on the platform. You got plets. Um, I just went to doing the research, and I seen that they had like uh, all these different ways of watching movies now, and they just ways of getting your product out, and you could be doing numbers on these um, platforms because there's folks out there that ain't got no cable or don't have you know, or actually looking for these things. Man, folks just watching movies on streaming platforms nowadays. Yeah. Like stuff like Tubi, people would think that Tubi is just hood movies. Like you go on Tubi and see movies that you can't find. That shit so hard. I'm watching it. I'm sorry. I'm watching this clip. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna this tell y'all about so this film hard. right here. This shit called a swap, and it's about a a white kid that gets shot by a black police officer. Yeah. And like the media white, the media black. All the all the niggas in the hood is white. Yeah. The media black, the cops black. That's why I call it a like, swap because yeah. everybody swap places. The black people gentrifying the hood and got all the money and walking walking the dog and the white people live in the hood and cooking noodles and selling drugs and shooting dice. You know what I'm saying? And it's like just imagine if if the shoe was on the other foot, how would you feel? You know what I'm saying? So you can watch this on we watching this on YouTube. It's called film. The Swap. The swap. I need and, you to make that into a whole movie. Yeah, man. It could be uh, even dope, uh, deeper than the movie. It could be like a little, you know, miniseries. Yeah, like a lot of people like was talking about, it, but like when I first thought about it, I wanted to do it swap like gender, like just to swap on so many different levels. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I mean. It was, so it could be kind of something ongoing because you know you could uh, swap places. In a lot of different ways, from class, like you said, gender, na- you know, location, yeah, different, mm-hmm. yeah. gentrification, gender, uh, race. But that you know whole that whole concept, just because the imagery, we don't we don't have that imagery. That's the imagery is what 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 shapes a lot of culture. So it's like when you see a rich black man, but the only time you see a rich black man is he a preacher or a lawyer or a, a rapper or athlete, yeah. nothing else. You feel me? Whenever you see these type of films, it's I didn't realize it just it started triggering me. I'm like, oh wait, 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 wait. 
oh, all, all the niggas is white. <laughs> oh, shit. The niggas is white here. And all the black, oh, these just upstanding regular citizens and the, the, the white people are the, are the baddest in this, in this situation. What's going on? This it's, is hard. It's basically like I wake up from a dream and then I wake up from a dream and it's back to normal. And the same thing that you have at the black folks. And then you see me walk out and it's like, okay, you see, he he going to do what the white person just did. And it really like, oh, it was just a dream, but it really happened to the black people. Speaking That's of crazy. dreams, man, um, you are big dreamer, but a doer even better. But is you coming up with this stuff in your dreams? Believe it or not, bro, I don't dream. Haven't dreamed in a long time. Used to dream, have a bad dream. You gotta eat some Chinese food late at night. I used to have them. That's stupid. <laughs> eat some Chinese that food late dream. at night. They call uh, acid reflux. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you be dreaming it. But yeah, like, like over the years, bro, like I never dreamed. Like I wake, I live, I live that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't sleep and dream. Like when I go to sleep, I'm sleep. You know, I used to have a dream back in the day, a bad dream all the time. When I'm saying this swap, and I'm thinking, I'm like, bro, he like, he like, you had to just wake up from a dream and just went to writing some, some of this man, stuff, man. Nah, like, I probably come up with every day. I think of, I think of how to do something impossible before I eat breakfast every day. So it's like, bro, my my brain think deep. I don't, I don't want to be on the surface. Everybody's doing what I'm doing. So how do I separate myself? You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like when we filming this film right here, practice the impossible. We it's it's so a Monday morning. Impossible stuff. It's like practice. Yeah, this is right there. That film that was a Monday morning at nine o'clock. Them white folks supposed to go to work. These folks supposed to go to work. I had to go find a hood where I know I could keep these white people safe. <laughs> where I know that if I go to the hood at nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday. The folks who live in the apartments sleep. Sleep or, yeah. And the people who trap in and do the crimes in the apartments is sleep. Yet. And they at work or at sleep. And talking about a swap. I went Oh, in, so y'all want to get out here and shoot dice on our block? Talking yeah, about a so, swap. Oh, we'll swap it all right. Exactly. So I had to make everybody get up on a Monday, come to the apartments, <laughs> and I had to pay one dude to use his apartment. And this is where we stationed it. And grease some palms and go out there and, and shake hands and tell people what we were doing and get that shit done quick, bro. So, bam, set the stage. All these hats that you wear, man. We didn't talk about fatherhood. We talked about you rapping. But I think the rapping thing, not to even minimalize it, because music still holds a big factor yeah. in the influence and, and how you can influence. But this director and, and film producer role that you wear, uh, this has been some big, you know, big shit. It ain't no regular, you know, uh, stuff so I want to again you say you ain't dreaming but you living the dream and you making it happen and I want to applaud that man and give you flowers on that man appreciate that bro folks. And appreciate that have them abilities or, you know just to see it through man bro you um, fine yeah man no, see it through, but like you said fine. you, you kind of just see the world differently so are you uh where do you see you kind of like building with this process like you know is 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 it every month do you uh spend time because i'll be seeing you in the studio so i'm like damn are you working on the album you working on the movie you working on you know the event but shit or it's just a 
everything all at once. I be cooking on five. I be cooking five pots at one time and don't burn nothing, my boy. So I'm like, you know But it's just how you did this shit. It's just so dope. It's fucked up, but this the reality of the shit. Ain't no ambulance get called for real. Yeah, shit, <laughs> yeah, taped it off before the ambulance even <laughs> get done. Leave the body out uncovered and shit. That's how they do it too. But shit, man. But yeah, I remember this situation happened with me. Kind of just do it all like that, you know, yeah, like yeah. like right now in this moment, right now. I got a documentary which is behind the scenes of trust issues that I've been working on for me and Santrell, the dude who filmed and edited Trust Issues, my business partner. We got a documentary we're getting ready to drop, and um, we've been working on that for about three, four months. That's going to drop within the next week on streaming platforms, and I'm doing a premiere for everybody to come see it. I'm working on a film at the same time that I just finished filming Sunday called Jerry. Jerry is a movie about a guy sold drugs in Macon, Georgia from 1981 to 1989. His name was Jerry Anderson. He made $3 million a week. He was, uh, he was indicted in 2000, I mean, uh, in 1989, they gave him a life sentence. They gave him three life sentences. He was supposed to never get out of jail. And Barack Obama pardoned him in 2018 and let him out of jail. And his family watched trust issues and his family hit me up on Facebook and asked me can I do a movie oh man that's hard I was thinking Jerry Seinfeld I'm over here laughing I'm a big (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld fan I'm like Jerry but it's gonna be good he's gonna do a comedy or something now this boy named Jerry Anderson Jerry Anderson three million dollars a week he was bigger than all these people you see paid in full and all that he made more money than these people he was from the south he ran the whole Southeast region. He was giving niggas work in New York, all that. He used to uh, hang out with Magic Johnson and them. So, so when Magic Johnson, the cream of dude, Jabbar, were winning them championships, it's this dude from Macon, Georgia, that played for the Los Angeles Lakers. His name was Norm Nixon. Right. Mm-hmm. Norm Nixon is from Macon. Jerry's from Macon. So Jerry used to hang out with them folks and had more money than all of them folks. That's crazy. And he used to be the nigga spending the money and paying for the shit. So, uh, yeah, they got a, a show not to cut you off, but they got a show um, on HBO, I think. With the Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah. And Norm, yeah, Norm was the yeah. point guard. Oh. Jerry used to hang with him and, have, and be the one to spend in, the money. He was he was the, they had to learn how to play together because he was the five guy on the team and he, yeah. you know, he had to share the ball with Magic the first year. Uh, won, man. That's a good show, too. Damn, man. That's crazy. So I just finished Sunday filming the Jerry Anderson. At the same time, while I'm filming the Jerry Anderson, which we're about to sell to Netflix, and they're going to make a series. That's hard. At the same time, I had this guy named um, Teflon Media. Man, I be doing so much. I, I know this guy's name. Um, Teflon Media, long story short, he's filming behind the scenes, and he's editing a documentary. On August the 10th, I'll be interviewing everybody in the film to put out the documentary at the same time. I'm getting ready to that'll that'll let me get some streaming while Netflix decide what they finna do with the film. Yeah, that's hard. At the same time, I'm working on my album that I've completed. I'm just putting together the playlist right now. Now is this a soundtrack or is just your nah, album? Nah, it's this it's the album. album. It's I, I haven't dropped no music in about two years because I've been stuck on the film stuff. And uh like I just feel like when somebody give me a deposit, like it don't make sense to be making no music and then like get focused. Like, I try to give everything a 1,000% that I be doing. So now that I had a little space and room, 
I have gotten together uh, me ringtone and mix guard ringtone and mix guard is really um that's forty two Doug engineer. So four two been locked up and he been my engineer. I've been taking him everywhere. When I go eat, we eat. When wherever we going, we together. And uh, we didn't produce some great music over the past two months. I got a whole tape put together, and uh, I'm getting ready to release that. I'm gonna put I'm gonna drop a release date this month. You hear that, you broke-ass artists that don't take care of your engineers? Hey, you man. hear that, you broke-ass artists that don't pay your engineers on time but call them two, three days, four days in a row and ask them if it's, is it done yet, is it done yet, is it done yet? You hear that, you artists that put out the, the, the video on Instagram and shit and be having people, asking people to reshare it, send it to your DM and ask you to reshare it, but they ain't paid you yet? Okay, all right, I'm done. I'm sorry. Hey, man, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all something, bro. You got to take care of the people around you, especially the valuable ones, the people in your life that matter. Make sure that make sure that they know. And even if you can't do what you should do for them, make sure that they understand that. And that's why you haven't done it. And if you could, you would have. And see, a lot of times it ain't about it ain't about what you give. It's about the communication. Like some folks, like with my circle, everybody don't have money. But the people around me, they give what they have. I got certain homies that come out and be like, we getting ready to go somewhere. He got a lot of clothes. He might go get in homie over here because because I take niggas from outside and take them places and show them something different. Like, that really what I be on. So, like, sir, this person might pass out clothes. This person sell weed. He ain't got he ain't got no car, but he got the, all right, pass out the bud. This dude right here got the car. We going to ride in his, everybody put their resources together. Community, man. And with our powers combined, and we Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Our powers combined. Community is a big thing, man. At, at sometimes I know, man. I'm a loner, man, and I have to, I have to learn how to utilize the community um, of my and the brotherhood of those that want the best for me. And a lot of times, man, it'd be pride, man. You know uh, that we we don't know how to utilize our community the right way, man. But again, from the five hundred dollar plan to the power and the people to again to taking this taking your work back to the small towns and, and, and putting the folks, you know, and sharing, you know, celebrating with your folks. All of those things, man, it, it is why I feel like you are regarded high in the community. And I know that it wasn't something that happened overnight. Show here then. But um, a lot of folks don't continue to do it. So, again, man, now, you know, that's, that's, dope as fuck man to just kind of continue to doing why you doing so much because you busy as hell but like you said when they said oh we ain't doing it this year you know folks will easily give up but uh sometimes you got to kind of just be willing to put in the work man and um so the album what's the name of the album man when i got the album title i really don't want to call it that but is it was originally titled Just Human. Just Human. And the reason I said Just Human because nowadays, bro, everybody's so much. So much other than Just Human. And I'm just human, bro. It's like, because everybody want to know, man, how you do the move? How you do the community? How you how you buy the, how, what, how you get that car? How you? God, bro. And I'm just human, bro. I ain't no better than y'all, bro. I just get up early. I go to I wake up first, I go to sleep last. You know what I'm saying? I don't give up, I give out. I don't go to sleep, I fall asleep. Some folk get in the bed and pull the cover over them and then close their eye. <laughs> I wake up and be like, damn, I'm asleep. I need to get in the bed. Yep. 
Hey man, that's what I'm talking about. This shit ain't this shit, shit ain't for the week. To be just human, you are testing the limits, man. You are really pushing the limits, going beyond those limits, and making new limits, man. For sure. So that just, I know that that just is is is, is almost like. Justice, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You do real justice for humans. Because for, for a lot of people, it's like, like with my music, it's like, you ain't got to be no drug dealer. You ain't got to be spinning the block killing people. You ain't got to be no nine to five. You can be a nine to five. But you, you could be. But you, you that's where I'm going. But you could be a drug dealer. But you could be spinning the block. But you don't have, you just be you human, bro. To, and no matter what aspect of life you come from, it's going to be something in here for you. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of time when I make music, sometimes my music ain't about my day. Sometimes my I'll take a name like Tim or, or Kim and then I'll just write a deep story about Tim or Kim. And Tim or Kim represents everybody that's ever been through that or somebody who you know that may have went through that situation and, and the song is just so relatable because I like to tap into people's emotions. I like to make you, my whole goal, I want you to feel something. When you listen to my shit, when it's over, just feel something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I do with my music. Like, And uh, I, we, we, we've had the talk. I think that you've been a lot of different characters as a rapper. Mm-hmm. But these responsibilities, your daughter, your community, and, and your wife, they shaping your music way better to be way better than it was. So yeah, I'm glad it's way that you still that you still you know at least mo- even motivated because you know a lot of folks when you have it you got it man yeah and, and when you got a voice you got to uh, learn how to mass market and I mean you obviously study and and and, and execute mass marketing you know with ease but on a grand scale using using the music to kind of be you know that that uh, means of, of channeling the energy out to those folks, man. You put yeah. out that right right energy as a father, as a as a black entrepreneur, you know, as a uh, creator, and um, push the limits, man. You know, because you was coming in uh, the other day, you was saying, "Hey, man, we finna bring a, a choir in here." Oh man, you know what I'm that was I was like, my... I was like, oh, okay, he 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 making something different on my bucket list. That was that was something he, he, I always wanted to do. I always was like, man, I want to, cause you know, like growing up, I used to sing in the youth choir. Shout out St. Paul Baptist Church. Uh, I used to sing in the youth choir. My mom directed the choir, so I used to play the drums at church as a kid. So it was like I had made a song. So basically, another thing I've got to tell y'all, I've been filming myself for 15 years. Everything I've done behind the scenes, I've been filming it. And I got it all on the hard drive. And I got a documentary that's narrated by my 92-year-old grandfather. Okay, that's the part that you filmed here. Yeah, yeah, I filmed here. So I got my 92-year-old grandfather narrates the whole documentary. My wife thought that she should have did it, but I was explaining to my wife, I was like, you don't know anything. Hey, man. (laughs) You don't know anything. That's your your grandfather. Yeah. That's that's generational, man. Yeah. Damn, bro. So, so long story short, um, since I was gonna drop the music and I made one song that was like after the documentary together, it's like I gotta make one song that's a theme song, and I just put all my emotions and everything about that documentary into one song. And then I was listening to it in the shower one day, and I just heard everything. And then I was like, I need a choir. It needs a choir. So 
I reached out to my boy Ringtone and Miss God and a couple other people. Um, Shantavia, Shantavia Stewart helped me out. Uh, my boy KP, Carrie Peterson, they they helped me out, and I and I ended up getting a couple singers and stuff, and brought everybody in the studio. And man, we it's the song called No New Faces, and I'm I'm very proud of it, man. You know what I'm saying, like. My wife don't even be liking a lot of music, but when she heard Atlanta that song, she said it give me chills. She's like this. That, that was done in Atlanta Art District Studio. Done in Atlanta that. Art District Studio. Y'all better get ready. That <coughs> song right there is something special, man. And uh, like you said, man, I've been through so many stages with my music. Like at one point, I was just young rapping. Then I got to a point at another stage where I started trying to catch waves. Yeah. And this the make kind of music that make folks some money make. Off this. Like basically. Yeah. Then my music became where. I linked with this dude named Steve Cousin and made this album called Smoke Slow Live Fast and and then I found my niche. And then that music was so good that a nigga came and signed me. Then the music that I was making then was business. I really didn't even care about the music. I was on the money shit. I'm traveling shit. I'm in I'm in Miami. I'm we going to, we going to LA smoking gas at Nipsey shit then hopping in a sprinter to go to Vay. I, I didn't care about the music. Yep. It, it was and like he was, com- he was coming to Sahara's and fucking with the Septicon. Hey, and he was, got the studio right behind Sahara's. I remember all that shit. I, a lot of folks don't know, man. I was on I was on Far Road so long ago doing shit that uh, I was the black person on Far Road. I was known as the black guy. Yeah, on the Far black Road. guy. The black guy. Before everything, you know what I'm saying? Like switched over. I used to go hang out with the Septicon. The Septicon had had Sahara locked down. And anytime I would do business and bring people, I would only bring them to Sahara because Decepticon and the owner appreciated my dollar. So I would only spend my dollar with them. If I had a mo- if I had a movie, if I had a movie to do, I would only go shoot it there. It don't matter what your club look like or what your I'm gonna go over here and do it because they show me love and I'm gonna show it to them back. You know what I'm saying? So, show cool people, man. Some show love to you. Club, club, my dog, man. Club, my dog, man. I done, fuck, I done <laughs> fucked up some money inside that, that Sahara, yeah, man. We done yeah, balled in that Sahara. Yeah, Sahara. Yes, sir. You were running to the right folks. You got to run into the Far Road. Yes, yeah, sir. In yeah. Atlanta, in this city. I had a, I owned a building on Far Road and had a studio and had business partners yep. and on Star. At our studio, a lot of folks don't know this. It's this song that came out. Y'all nigga move that dope. Uh-huh. Y'all nigga move that dope. Yeah. And it was future in them. But originally, Mike Will made the beat up the hill at Big Play Studio. Yep. Sent the beat on the email down the hill to our studio. And this nigga yep. named Casino, who's Future's brother, yep. came down to the studio and recorded a whole song. Y'all nigga move that dope. Three verses. The song was so hard. They took Casino three verses off, put Casino as the last verse. Future sent it to Pharrell. Pharrell put a little weird sound in the beat. And Pharrell rapped on it. Future rapped on it. And Pharrell, yep. they put uh, Pusha T on it. But originally, yep. the song is owned by Casino. And, and the money that's made off the Casino gets the biggest so that's, percentage. So that's why Casino song. used to be in the fucking uh, up there. It's hard because of your ass. He li- but but, but, but he, he used to come down the studio, but okay, he lived okay, across okay, the street. Okay, cool. He lived on the little side street okay, right across okay. the street from Copper Cove. Yeah, well, I was about to say, because he's always like a casino. Ex-drug dealer. When I filmed my very first movie on Far Road, Never Work Again, Future sat there in the gas station parking lot with us and watched us film the movie. That's crazy. Yep. Dope, man. Before he all the way had all the way future, you know what I'm saying? Before he futured up. 
all the way, all the way future though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, man, far road, man. I, I, I know about that that area, or whatever, and that. Uh, my, my brother got the uh the DJ gig over there, and it was like, oh yeah, we. Never we, been we the same. Yeah. Never been the same since the Septicon got in there. Yeah, the yeah, no. it don't matter what kind of music, what the genre, he gonna take you all the way around through there. And he gonna, you know what I'm saying, divide. Yeah, man. They put a real, they put a real good guy. I ain't gonna say the N word because he a, a real man. I'm saying uh, he's a real one. A real DJ, you know, the a real culture cultivator over there, man. And all sure, and sure, he just so sure, happened to sure. be, you know. I like that culture cultivator. I'm going to put that in my so vocabulary. We a t-shirt. We a t-shirt with that on. For sure, yeah, man. Culture that's, my, that's my guy, Speaking man. of t-shirt, man. Guy. Speaking of t-shirt, me and my business partners, man, we own a clothing line. It's called Defy the Arts. Okay. And uh, y'all go check us out uh, on Instagram, Defy the Arts brand. Uh, you can go check us out online, defytheartsbrand.com, man. We sell clothing, man. And uh, we've been going for some years. And um, man, we pretty dope, man. From yeah, people, I, see. I put that on the, uh, a lot of celebrities, a lot of stars, man. And, and when you see, like, I go places and I walk past people that have my brand on, and they don't even know me, and I don't know them, and I be like, hey, man, cool you wear my shirt, and they look at me like, eh, okay, yeah, and like, <laughs> but really, that shit, like, yeah, yeah free, free, the odds, free my brother Chino, man, free my brother Chino. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I want to get into this song, man. I know we kind of went around the world with all these hats that you wear, yeah, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Jean Claude, but I want you said you, you you told me about this song Soul Flow. And Soul I Flow. To get into this, and we're gonna treat this as our word on the beat segment. The word on the beat segment. We got a song from Jean Claude from the Fried Fish and Moonshine. First of all, I want to um, say this: Fried Fish and Moonshine. Is it's a certain type of music that I do. It's titled Soul Flow. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's a soulful kind of music. And this is the birth of it right here, this song. Okay, man. Soul Flow, man. On the word on the beat. On the word on that podcast. Let's get into it, man. Every time I spit on that soul flight, it remind me of old nights when I would sit back with the boys and we would smoke the whole night talking how we be rich. Dancing a bad bitch off of songs that we made hits. This ain't it, 6.30 a.m., and I ain't rich. Posted out here with the boys, and it's getting cold as a bitch. And every time I see the mirror, I look old as shit. Wondering where the time go, and if I ever find more. Girl, I remember when we used to, <laughs> but never mind, though. Oh, that's your kid, he done growed up. She say, is that you, Cloud? I thought you done blowed up. And I'm like, oh, fuck, because I feel like an old fuck that used to have it sold up. These feelings that I got inside, I wish I could throw up. I always pray to God, but it feels like I got no luck. Looking for the angel, but the devil always show up and push me off that high horse and make sure that I'm low as fuck. Pops say keep your head up but deep inside I know I'm fucked. Sometimes I feel numb due to the fact I'm all alone. Walking around with nobody cuffing everything I own. Would you believe me if I told you I was on? Gather around the fire let me tell you all the song. Please excuse me if I cry cause it's hard to be strong. Everybody gave up I was looking for a hunk. Then nobody give me nothing. Had to get it on my own. Nobody told me it was supposed to be easy Life has its ups and downs, it ain't no secret Now I'm stronger, yeah And now I'm wiser, yeah Had to make it on my own Then nobody put me on Come. I love to wake up to that good life Third, I open and tour my soul Anybody with diamonds and gold Ho, I was rich for the money, came so dig you a hoe And lay the fuck down in it while you searching for gold Now I ain't lying, God 
put me in position to shot. I had to clock. I was at the bottom clutching the dot. But then I broke that bitch down, rolled it up in a swisher. So I thinking about my ex and how much I would miss her. I like to feel another galaxy whenever I hit her. I'm high. Success set my soul on fire The hottest nigga on the block I set the road on fire I'm about to take over the world I whole globe No, I got that ill flow Ain't no antidote for this shit I'm about to infect your whole following And conquer your shit And put you on the back burner Like them leftover grits I swear to God the whole world Gonna respect this shit Club. Nobody told me it was supposed to be easy Life has its ups and downs It ain't no secret Now I'm stronger Eventually brought out the gym. Had to throw it down on some H town shit. Just to break down bricks, we on some face down shit. What up? You ever star with no food in your belly, nigga? Two end breads with the peanut butter jelly, nigga. I really had to live like that. We used to go to sleep just to not feel like that, for real. I used to tell my mama I was gonna be rich, and I would buy everything, and she wouldn't put up with no shit. When no nigga paying bills, buying fits just to hit. Send the son, he the shit, and you better not forget. You ain't heard about John John Sir, the fuck you been at? You can pack it all and go, and no, I meant that. I'm my uncle now, shot I broke, that's my princess. Nah, we ain't famous, but my nigga, yeah, we been sad. Nobody told me it was supposed to be easy. That's right, that's the word on the beat, say, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, you can hear the soul in that, there, man. That soul flow. Claw. New tape on the way. man. That new new is on the way. If you felt that, that new new is on the way. You got new music on the way, but this is available on all platforms. Y'all go stream this. Yes, sir. On the, fried, the fried Fish and Moonshine. Yeah, the man. tape is called Fried Fish and Moonshine. It's available right now. Distributed and marketing with uh, Street is X through the label um, uh, Rich Mogul. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, man, that's dope, man. man. Dope, man. And uh, that that picture there, you know, that's uh, is that your people in the background for real? Man, that's what's so crazy picture? is that one of my uh, like she and my real grandma, but you know she's uh, she's like you know somewhat she family, you know what I'm saying? And um, she just recently passed, man, like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah that's all right. That that's our house. I did a lot of filming. Every time I would come to town. Long as I gave her a couple of dollars, and I have, I can have two hundred people in her yard. You know what I'm saying? She just let us do our thing. So right here, it just, it only shows me, but you know, all the people who created Young Dolph and his whole staff and team, those are the people that did this photo shoot, edited this cover, filmed this documentary. Because this is Fried Fish and Moonshine, the tape, but I also have a documentary that came along with it called Fried Fish and Moonshine, the recipe. Okay. So you big on. Definitely taping everything. Yeah, man, you got everything, man. man. Folks be talking about this shit, man. I'm gonna show you this shit, man. <laughs> you gonna see me do this shit, like you got proof, man. Gonna yeah, keep his proof. Ain't nobody gonna ever be able to tell my children they ain't who I said, man. I'm, you can go see it. Go look my shit up. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, y'all go stream that fried fish and moonshine out on all platforms right now. John Clark coming with some new music on the way, Just Humans, uh, or Just Human. Yeah. And um, Trust Issues is out right now. Yep, you trust know, go, Issues Go stream right that now. on Tubi and, all, you know, um, yeah. and again, man, you are, you're a machine, man, a creative machine, uh, content creative to, uh, to the fullest. 
For sure. And and I just was just enjoying the the Instagram, the the the, the viral reel type stuff that you've been doing lately, man. And yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. I just it, tapped it into deep. my comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've been tapping into your comedy, but you also got a campaign uh, that I could really stand by um, that you've been kind of putting putting down on the internet. Would you say new rules? Let's talk about your new rule real quick, man. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not really a new rule, but for some, it need to be a rule. It need to be a rule amongst all circles, man. You know what I'm saying? Because adults, there's so much we can do for adults, but the future resides in the, in the children and the youth. Yeah. So it's like, bro, like, first of all, I feel like if you don't take your kids serious, you definitely ain't going to take me serious. True. You don't love your children like that, bro. I know you don't love me like that. If you ain't going to do nothing for them, I know you ain't finna do nothing for me like that. So I don't even, I got to... I got to keep an eye on you, bro. Like, something ain't right about you. So, new rule. If you don't take care of your kids, you can't hang around me. Right? You don't take no care of your children, you can't hang around me, man. New rule. For sure. And, and accountability is a big thing that a lot of folks, you know, um, kind of sweep under the rug. Yeah. As far as not being accountable and, 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 you know, having those traits. And like you said, like, if you if, if you can't show accountability for for your seed, then you ain't gonna stand a chance. You no know saying exactly. as a homie. Exactly, bro. But yeah, man, so you know, uh have you had to make some hard decisions based on these new rules? Man, really, uh what it came from is just uh just getting ready to go back to school and all this new stuff. Yeah. And uh, somebody me and a homie had a conversation. And I pulled him to the side. And then he went to go get an opinion from a friend who stated it out loud, which became a conversation amongst the homies. Yeah, so he, he was supposed to just take it straight and then to the side. Which it, which he embarrassed himself, but it was like, bro, why you think I pulled you to the side, bro? You know what I'm saying? It's like, at the end of the day, hey, man, this school shit coming up, and I be seeing you, bro. I see you spending money with these bitches. I see you got shoes. I want them. I want them. I want them. <laughs> I got more money than you, bro. And you, like, come on, bro. Yeah. Do man. what you're supposed to do, man. Ain't no way around it. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real man, bro. Like, I remember once upon a time, my wife wanted to go to Texas with her friends and shit, but she <laughs> know that the baby needed her, and I'd be so busy. I said, go ahead. I said, I'm gonna take some time off. I said, I've been working hard. I can take some time off. I'm gonna hang with. I'm gonna hang out with Lil for the next four days. I got her. So she left. Like my wife was like, I'm gonna I'm write a whole list of everything for you to do. And I kept telling her, I've been a father the same amount of time you've been a mother. You right. don't know nothing, I don't know. I got this. She stayed gone for four days. That shit was so tough. <laughs> it was so tough that when she got home, I gave her a hug and a kiss. And I realized right then she shouldn't be doing any of this by herself. I did it for right. four days. But sometimes I go out of town for four days, like often. Like I, I move around sometimes, bro. Yeah. I leave in the morning. I don't come back to the next morning. So it's like I got to where I started waking up early, starting my day early so that I can get home early because she don't need to be doing this shit by herself. Yeah, not for too long. So I, it get me to the point like, bro, if you, the way I feel about my daughter, I can only imagine like, how, how the hell y'all folk don't feel like this? About how y'all folk don't love these kids like this? How you go know, buy man. you a pair of shoes you know your baby? Like, I got this new song. This shit called Turn Around and say, how the hell you wear Balenci's and your baby got on those? Like, 
Like, bro, how you putting yourself oh, before man. the kids? Like, bro, you got a goddamn come on. You got on the Lincey's and your baby got on what are those? What are those? Nah, so, you know what man. I'm saying? It's like, bro, you ain't going to never get in there out of life if your heart ain't right. It's all about your, you know what I'm saying? Your heart got to be right. That's where your blessings come from. That's where your alignment come from. You got to be right, bro. Most definitely, man. Dang, man. Call them out, man, and and, and, and hold them accountable, man. Like, well, yeah, we took to. it to the internet, and uh, yeah, yeah, you. I know I reposted it. Start taking care of these children, man. Alright, man. Alright, man. Alright, right, man. That's right. Fresh as hell. He's a, he fresh as hell. Yeah, fresh as hell. Yeah, fresh. Well, nah, man, hey, I've been enjoying the content, man. You definitely coming with it. You know, I know that's a more serious topic, but uh, some of, some of the uh, Look at your name and say he's comedy that you structure. got on there. <laughs> he's he a meat stretcher. I heard that shit. I seen that shit. Look at your name and say he's a meat stretcher. Uh-uh. He's a I meat stretcher, neighbor? I don't think he said that. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that, that was in the book yeah. right now, Pastor. Say, neighbor, he's a meat stretcher. <laughs> I'm not saying this to nobody. But yeah, man, um, definitely been utilizing that internet, man. And I I, I, I could dig it. it. It's motivational. And um, I know you scared you the hell out of the USP, uh, U, uh, UPS worker. Man. Who, uh, I, all I know, I didn't expect this to do what it did. This shit got so big, the, the dude actually hit me in my DM. They sent it to him. You got no big box for him? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I know for sure, was some feds and them comments right now, bro. That shit done went too far. Some feds and them comments. You got no big box for him? I posted this bit right here. My followers went up 1,400. Oh. Posted this shit <laughs> in a week, bro. I went up fourteen hundred followers. Yeah, man. It, I, I need that, man. I need that motivation. I'm seeing, I'm seeing people I know though said in, in your likes and in, the, in your comments. Oh, man. <laughs> man, when that boy Sauce Walker shared this guy right here, it went crazy. What this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, but that's how I'm supposed to be feeling. But there ain't nobody ain't gonna say it. But he looking at you it's like you dead yeah. serious. Too. He, he like, he like. like no, like, nah, bro. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Sony, bro, pull up. I say, did my weed right here? I smell it. You got nothing else on your phone? You got nothing else for me? You got no big bottle? You got nothing Because, boy, you be waiting on that package, boy. Hey, bro, I swear to God, bro. Back in my day, boy. Back in my day. But, yeah, man, I definitely applaud and the motivation, the growth, and Again, the way you utilize the people and the the social media, you know, to put your word out there, man, and and and, and yeah, you should you you yeah. shooting documentary, but I, I I hope a book is on the way, my brother, because you need to write a book about this shit, man. That that was the community event that we did down there with all them kids, me and him. But like the thing about it is, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. look out for the kids, man. Yeah, we be lit. And getting them dead beats out of there, man. That's on the baseball field. I wish you could see the whole park, like, bro. It's it's crazy. It was packed out. Oh, here we go. This this is this is good. Good to see it. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had it lit. This one, you were looking for where I was at. <laughs> yeah, I think I was coming I was to get you right now. Yeah, was coming to get me. Yeah. You were trying to make it through the traffic. <laughs> so this every year, every summer? Oh, well, yeah, you know, every summer. Like, I, I do the last like the I do the last summer. Saturday in June. You good? Kind of like, you know, not to mention that you, your birthday is also in June, man. Gemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually always go out of town for my birthday, and then after my birthday, I come back and turn the city up. I ain't got no horn. I ain't got no horn. Yo, yo, let me come on through here. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, we had a good time out there every year. I pipe it up for the kid. I really do like a, uh, I do a basketball tournament every year. Uh, Foot race, live performances, softball tournament, right? Free food and beverages for the kids. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. Yeah, and, 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 and everybody respected in the community, even them folks. Yeah, they see a lot of time, man. They want to be out there, and they want to be a part so bad, so they get in the way. So instead. I go to the city council meetings. I lock in with them. And all them guys right there, them some good guys. They, you know what I'm saying? Lad crack jokes, you know what I'm saying? And shit, you know, at the end of the day, they still police, but it's it's a way you do things. You know what I'm saying? If you handle your business appropriately, sometimes you got to tuck your shirt in and, and, and put your Sunday shit on on Wednesday and go to the council meeting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let them see, like, nah, bro, I ain't the dude that just used to sell drugs. Nah, I ain't the dude that y'all had locked up back in such and such for this and that. Like, nah, this shit for real. Like, those Little people right there, that. that's the Democratic Party. And uh, they got, they, you know, they was out there to get everybody to vote and stuff like that. So, you know, they came out there and showed some love and sent a few representatives. Like but you just let them folks know that you, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that you can grow. Yeah, Sam for City sure, for Day. sure. And, and that you're a product, that you're a product of, 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 you know, of the community that, that, that feeds you. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. Yeah, man, so definitely... A lot of folks be forgetting about that part of the game, man. The giving back, man, and the community. Oh yeah, we did the part golf. Of the game. We did. I added the trout golf this year. I did. I added the golf tournament this year. Trout golf. Well, people who ain't never played golf, I got a whole bunch of folks out there. We blowing smoke and on the golf course and riding around and hitting golf ball. Like we had fun. Yeah, exposing exposing people to different. Yeah. They, yeah. Activities, that, man. That'd be the goal to show people like, hey man, we can do more. We can go here, like we can we can do this. You can be this. Yeah, man. So respect to you, brother, my brother. Flowers to you. There's plenty more, man. You gotta drop some more movies. And uh um, for sure. For sure. Come back and talk to us about the movies, man. You know, and uh in in this content. I don't know. You might end up putting some more hats on by the time you get back. Cause you might down there have the comedy uh comedian hat, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh cap. I've always said so, one day I was going to do stand-up comedy. I wasn't going to plan it. I'm not going to bring people with me. I'm not going to film. I just want to go do it one time. And at one time, whether I do good or bad, I'm fine with that. I just want to do it one time. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, a bad idea. I, I, didn't had enough, I didn't have enough experience in class back in the day. And you know what I'm yeah. saying? You call the mid, what you said, the mid-grade, what you said earlier, uh, mid-grade, I don't know. You said yeah, something, but you're gonna change your name. Mid the be, kid, mid, mid the kid. kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you smoking yeah, that good mid. Yeah, you smoking that good mid, man. That's, hey, that's the comedy in itself, man. Got everybody. Mid the man. kid, mid the kid, mid the kid, <laughs> man. AKA, 
John Claude, Mr. John Claude, man, yes, film director, producer, community leader, father, and you know he got father, husband, and some music out too, man. Hey, so, man. Word on the net, man. Yeah. Uh, so we can get into the last segment. Word to your mother. Word where to you your mother. Kind of give um, shout outs to you know your folks, or you know just I'm sorry. I didn't quite or just whoever you want to get correct out there, whatever, man. Um. I guess I will go first on the word to your mother uh, segment um, and say shout out to Robert Saylor. Word to your mother to Robert Saylor, uh, the Jets head coach, Robert Saylor. Word on the net is Robert got some haters. Mm. Robert got some haters. Ray Robert has a few haters, but just a couple. But you Robert know, got a strong ass forehead. But luckily, Robert knows that if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. For sure. You ain't popping. And he had to let the folks know that. You know what I'm saying? He had to let his folks know how he used the haters to empower himself. So word to your mother to old Robert, man, even though the Jets haven't been a good team, you know I'm saying, as of recently. They got Aaron Rodgers now. They oh, got uh Sauce I ain't know Gardner. That. I ain't know that. They got uh, you know, they got a good defense, they got a good coach. And again, he know what time it is and he know what to do with the haters. Uh, so I uh I just wanted to give him a shout out because if you know, you know, you know, okay. when it comes down to if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Yeah, so shout out to my boy, uh, saying that guy, Robert Saylor, man, and that's word to your mother. You did. Plot. Yeah. yeah, man. What you say? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Yeah, man. He had to let them folks know that. Uh, he had to let them folks know, but that came from um, my cousin uh, started that saying. Um, he might not have started it, but he uh, brought a lot of attention uh, to it. Okay. The hit song that Rico Richie dropped. You ain't got no haters. You ain't got no haters. You ain't popping. Yeah, man. Word to your mother, man. No sure, you know sure. That's a little sauce from, you know, from the ATL to New York and the world, Craig. The world. The world, Craig. Yeah, man. The word world, to your Craig. mother, man. So it's on you now, Mrs. Jean Clark. Okay. So who I want to shout word out? Word to your mother, man. Whoever you want to shout out, or if you want to know, saying, you know, let them folks know about your haters or whatever. But I don't think you got no haters, brother. You do too much good shit in the community. So whatever strong man. thing you want to leave the folks with. I understand haters, man. I understand haters. Like, I used to wonder why people hate, but I get it now. But we ain't going to go into the haters. I'm oh, for real, bro. Like, you, you, get, you get all the chicks. You score all the touchdowns. You make all the movies. You you drive all the cars. You do the community shit. Niggas like, man, I'm, shit, man. We tired of seeing you. Put somebody else in the game. Let somebody else go. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? I that Patriot shit. I get okay. it. Yeah. But long story short, you know, if I'm going to shout somebody out, man, uh, I'll say, man, shout out my boy Chris Andrews and his team, man, for their restaurant. I've been waiting on the opportunity to, I'm going to feed the homeless, but I'm going to go by their restaurant and shop with them. And I've been playing it. I just ain't got around to it. But I want to go support their business. I want to say um, shout out to my wife, Leanne, you know what I'm saying, for being such a great mother and being on top of everything. Shout out to my dad, 
John Waltz and the real John Clark and his growth. Um, there's so many people I want to shout out, man. Shout out Duke Watson. You know what I'm saying? You finna have a great senior year at Mary Persons. Um, shout out Malik Heron coming off of a Super Bowl. Young man from my hometown played for the Kansas City Chiefs going into this season. You know, shout out to you. I wish y'all could hear everything going on the headphones, the applause and everything. Um, you know, shout out to me. Shout Big out shout to you. Shout yeah, out for yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? For horns and all that good for, stuff, for, man. For, for never turning down. You know what I'm saying? For um, pushing the for, limits, for, man. Because if you hang around the wrong people for too long, they'll make you. They'll make you think you're not who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's real. They'll Definitely. Tr they'll try to when you're trying to evolve into John Cloud, they'll make they'll remind you that you John John. And if you listen, you might believe them. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to me for staying focused. Shout out to all my business partners in making who helped me do trust issues. Shout out to all my business partners who helped me do the Jerry Anderson story. And there's a lot of other people, man, you know, that I I couldn't just name everybody, bro, because they God work. Shout out to God more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't have got here without the power of God. Everybody asked me how I did this and that, and I just say, bro, God, bro, I let God work. My plan, I've been I've been done with my plan. I just, I just be, I tell God I won't reveal yourself in everything I do. And please lead me and I promise you I'll follow. Sometimes I may go astray because I'm human, bro, but I'm going to do the best I can. Like, I follow them footprints in the sand. That's how I got here, bro. That's how I got here. And that's why your name is John C. Law. <laughs> John C. Law, man. That boy got C. Law, man. That's word to your mama, man. For sure. Yeah, John man. Claw, man. They John gave Claw. John C. C. The Law. You funny, you boy. C. The Law, man. But nah, yeah, man, man, that was beautiful, man. Um, yeah. Shout out to the whole Silver City, the whole middle of Georgia, man. Just ATL, man. There's so many people that I should have named, but I can't remember everybody, man, because a lot of people help me, man. Shout out to everybody. Word Shout to out your to mama, him. man. Uh, DJ Decepticon. Yo, so. Who you got, man? Word this, to your this, mama, I, man. What, what my word is for the people, you feel me? What I want to give, leave for the people is, if you're not where you want to be, then there's no such thing as too tired, too sick, too sleepy, too busy. You got work to do. Got, got work, work to do. do. Definitely. Because it won't you get done get if you don't do it. You got to get quiet and let it you got work to do, man. Got work. Like that, uh, like the guy said earlier, man. He said he fall asleep. He don't Yo. tuck himself in. Right. Yeah. He don't make plans. You know. You know. And you need your sleep. You know. You need gotta stay healthy. But at the same sure. time, it's a lot to do, man. The plan, time, plan you a little sleep in that clock, just a little bit. Yeah, you, you gotta get. You gotta get. But I tell people like we don't some, go to sleep. We fall sleep, asleep. Right. We don't give up. We give out. You know what I'm saying? We give a thousand percent. And, and and you can't look at the grass and see it grow, bro. You can stand all day, you ain't gonna see it grow. Drop the seeds, keep moving, and before you know it, man, them blessings gonna surround you, bro. They gonna grow around you, your family, whether they don't believe, your haters. Give it some time. Don't watch it. Don't let it keep keep moving. Keep dropping seeds, and before you know it, man, them blessings gonna be surrounding everybody who didn't believe in you. And that's that's the key, man. That's the key, man, for real. Yes, definitely, man. Thank you for all these great gems and words of wisdom, brother. I'm soaking it in That's myself lit. because, shit, yeah, sometimes if you steady wrong, you, you if you steady wrong, steady wrong, like they said, yeah, whatever. Man. You know, if, if you're watching, you ain't really doing. So 
don't really be out here trying to compare yourself to what the next man doing and watching the next story. And a lot of folks, we, we, we get caught up in just watching too much on the Instagram story and, and, and not doing. So like my brother DJ Decepticon say, if you're not one of where you at in life and, and you feel that um, that you have the potential to be more than who you are, then start looking in the mirror and change, making those changes and then start uh, making those changes in your routine and the way you live your life. For sure. And maybe then you could catch up to John C. Law, John Claw right C. here. Oh, John, he I'm don't still dream. To catch up. He don't even have dreams. I don't. He make dreams come true. His own dreams and <laughs> the dreams of the fo- uh, good folks of Foresight Seven City and beyond. Seven man. City. Shout out to the seven man. Appreciate you for coming did, through. Oh, man. Did, did you explain what Seven City means? Yeah, we went okay, into it. We went into it on level two when we talked about it. I thought about playing the video game and shit like that. Hey man, I was, I was more. That 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 me. Yeah, I was about to say, boy, it got it got me gone, boy. It got me gone. What my new rap name? What it is? I'm saying, me the kid. Me the kid. Me the kid. Look, man, y'all, y'all gonna be tripping when y'all get on social media. Y'all gonna be like, bro, that boy Claude and created a whole new character. Me the kid. Me the kid, man. Me the kid finna go up on y'all. So again, man, appreciate you for coming. Through, man, I appreciate y'all for having me. Come back, y'all. Make sure that y'all go stream. Um, uh, what it is? Uh, I'm gonna go and let you know right stream now. Stream all the music that he got out. Uh, all I remember is uh, Moonshine. No, Fish, Fry, Fry, Fry Fishing, Fishing Moonshine, Moonshine, which is my first with, tape, is out. It's available you know, right now. And uh, Trust Issues, I haven't seen it, whatever. And um, I need to go, wait I need a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not really a uh, wait a minute. Turn me in the cat win. Wait a minute. I mean. I'm Kim, not, wait a minute. I'm not big on 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 uh independent movies. Man, what what do independent mean? You know what independent mean? You just didn't take money from somebody else. You just spent your own money. That yeah, what it mean? And, and 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 I have to say that I I'm. I judge independent films to be, you know, low budget films. Nah, nah, nah. This something else. But I feel you though. I feel I you judge, though. You know independent only means independent only means. You spent your own money and you didn't take money and from Disney it. and Marvel been robbing me lately. You know what I'm saying? All year long. In the last two years, they've been robbing me blind. So I need to bring it on back to the independent uh, films. Man, just make sure you watch Trust Issues so that you can see what your home is capable of and what you got access to. Yeah, you get right. what I'm saying? Right. That we're watching it and you can see, oh, okay, so we can. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, man. This is why this shit is number two recommended in the world. Like you, one of them pictures where you was on my little thing, you can go up there and look. I woke up one day and folks posted online, but your movie number two, I went and looked. Nigga, my shit was, it was, it was a Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence movie, then my movie, then an Adam Sandler movie, then a Disney movie. And it's on Plex. Uh, yeah, it's, it's on all that. Tubi, you know. Prime. Prime. Vimeo. We highlighted right now as the number one film and. We had the letterhead for Voodoo the whole month of August. That's hard. I said that already too, but that's hard. Yeah, man. But this cover hard. I, I still want your graphics designer. Right, I'm getting off topic. My bad. Yeah. As, <laughs> as of right now, as of right now, man, Fried Fish and Moonshine is available. The album, man, which is my first tape. Shout out Majin Hassan and Rich Mogul and Street is X. Uh, Trust Issues, the movie is out right now, which is number two recommended on Amazon, number 14 recommended in the world on uh, Tubi. And um, defy the odds, man. Defy Make the sure odds. y'all go uh, support, support the, the clothing the line. The clothing line, 
and, oh. and you know whether y'all supporting it or not, you know you you you, you they, probably watching. They definitely supporting. Uh, you probably watching. You know, but you need to go ahead and you know get to doing out there, man. Yeah. So defy the odds, man, and, and and let it inspire you. You right? Um, yeah. Just 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 last year, defy the odds. You know what I'm saying? Not both, but two hundred thousand. We did two hundred thousand. And okay. defy the odds. We we are perimeter mall, Cumberland mall. And you shop with us online, and we do pop up shops and kiosks everywhere. Free my boy Chino. Um, you know we got we got another business partner. Really, really, who shit it really is. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a silent partner. He's a great guy, great father, good dude. But yeah, man, motion, motion on motion, man. Shout out to my whole trust issue family. Jerry Anderson film on the way. Uh, the new music just human on the way, and I got so much more on the way. Y'all click our hashtag. Check out Leah and Daddy Show. Go follow. <laughs> yeah, go John follow. Claude on all platforms. What right now? J O N C L A W D. John Claude. Yes, sir. Claude. And um, yeah, man. Thank you for the motivation, man, and uh, and the gems. And again, uh, what you said, we don't go, we don't give up. We don't go to sleep. We fall asleep. We don't give up. We give out. You know give what I'm saying? Out. Let God work. Stop worrying about your plan. Let God work, man. You know what I'm saying? Your shit temporary. God shit forever. Start worrying about what everybody else got. It's all about timing. It's all about timing. If God had gave you what you wanted when you thought you were supposed to have it, you want to know what to do. You want to know what to do with it. And when you finally get it, you'll respect it more because you got it now. You need it more than you did back then. Let God work. You know what I'm saying? Just chill. Like my boy Tilto say, just chill. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Shout out to good friends, man. Shout out to good friends. A lot of people don't even know what that is, man. Shout out to good friends, man. That's how I've been able to get so much done for so long, man. Good friends, good brothers. And utilizing the community, man. Yeah, shout out to my whole community, man. Yeah, man. But we out of here, man. I appreciate it. Jean-Claude, we finna get out of here with All My Life from the album. But y'all should be streaming right after you. Thank God it did. Thank God it did.